this is Catherine and you're listening to the One Calm Voice podcast. Today we're going to be looking at what to do when you don't know what to do. Okay, uh, this happens a lot to myself even as well. And I know that um, when you're unsure as to what to do, the great temptation now can be to just allow yourself to get float to float away on distraction. Yeah. So, oh geez, I'm not sure what to do. Sure, I'll just maybe pop online or I'll have a quick look at Twitter or um, maybe hop onto Facebook or look around for inspiration on Instagram. And what happens when we do that is we are actually stepping out of our own lives mm, in favor of somebody else's, you know, watching or being influenced by somebody else's life. I often say to my children, you know, if it's just a wonder, it's I wonder, wonder if, you know, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, who none of whom are bad, um, none of whom are bad. You know, there are wonderful places and sources of information, as is the like the internet, the internet you know, and the world is a much better place in many ways due to this uh, ability to share information like this so easily and rapidly. But back to my point, if those sources of information and distraction were around when Michelangelo was a boy, do you think he would have ever painted the Sistine Chapel? When Beethoven was growing up, do you think he would have ever become the great artist he was if he was constantly distracted in the way that we can tend to be at the moment. It's just something to ponder. I, I don't have the answer to it. How could I possibly? But I do remind my children of that from time to time. You know that while it's lovely to float away on and in. Now they don't float away on Twitter or anything like that. But you know to be distracted by you know digital devices. We're stepping out of our lives. We're stepping out of ourselves when we do that and we're stepping into somebody else's world and somebody else's reality now you could argue that reading a book is the same thing and you know in many ways it is and like that as well there's nothing wrong with reading books there's nothing wrong with um going on to any sort of um social media or internet but it's when we lose the balance and that when that becomes our first port of call because there's so much information coming at us and it is all from external sources. And my point is when you're not sure what to do, the best thing you can really do is to, you know. Now, I suppose it does depend on the situation. I was going to say the best thing you can do is ask yourself, but like if you're unsure what to do because my child has an ache or a pain or go to the doctor then obviously you know but I'm just saying about if you have a general sense of uncertainty about the direction that you should take in your life you know and it doesn't even have to be well yeah I suppose it probably is like about a direction that you want to take in your life and so my suggestion for you then would be to try and tune into yourself rather than tune into something that is happening outside of you because the answer that you are looking for is no doubt inside. But like I have said week on week, 
there can be real resistance to looking inwards because not only is there answers in there, there's also loads of stuff that I haven't looked at, that I have pushed down, that I have left untouched and unprocessed. And I'm frightened if I look in that I'll have to face that and that I might not be strong enough to do that. So I think the best thing might be just to pop back online and allow myself to continue to get distracted. And while that can be a strategy for a while, what it ultimately leads to is it leads to a lack of fulfillment in in the person that does that. Um, and if you're interested in living a fulfillment, fulfilled life if you're interested in living a life where you feel contented and happy and um, a life without that underlying sense of something is not quite right here then the best way and the only path for you to find that is to begin to trust yourself and your own um, intuition and your own inner wisdom But of course, how are you ever going to even hear that gentle whispering of your intuition or your own inner wisdom unless you pause and cease giving your attention away to things that are outside of yourself and instead give that lovely attention of yours to what's going on inside of yourself. Now, like I already mentioned, that can be frightening. So I have a little method that I use, that you're welcome to use also. And what I will suggest that before you even begin would be that you will maybe download this episode and then turn your phone on to flight mode. And so therefore you're not going to be disturbed. It's not going to be a very long time, guys. You know, it's not going to be a very long time. You can do it just for a few minutes. Now, um, the next thing I will say is if you could find a comfortable position to listen to this in, you know, or you could actually... You could listen to it while you're walking, but I don't know if you would get the same benefit because really it's about slowing everything down and pausing, you know, and so you're almost pressing pause on what's happening, you know, what's happening around you at the moment. And instead, then what you're going to do is you're going to really focus on what's happening within you. Now, when we try to focus on what's happening within us, we try and do so and we remember that we need to do so without judgment. Okay, so when you look in and you try and notice what's happening within you, you do so without judgment. You're not good or bad, right or wrong. You're just curious about, okay, I'm trying to figure out my way forward. First, I need to try and figure out where I am now. Notice where I am now, become aware of where I am now. So I would recommend sitting down for this, you know, or even lying down if that um, is uh, um, comfortable for you, available for you. Okay, and then we just begin then by uh, checking in, I suppose, with how the body is feeling. Now, the key to this is to try and differentiate between the feeling in the body or an, and your thoughts about the feeling. So if I was to give you an example like this, I have a dodgy knee. And if I was to start thinking about my body, my attention might go straight to my dodgy knee. Now, if I was to stay with my thoughts about my body, I would start, you know, thinking, oh, Jesus, like, why did that have to happen to my knee? And it's always the same. and It's always sore. And will it ever heal? I don't know what's happening with it. Whereas if I was to just try and stay with the feeling in my knee what I might notice now is you know there's actually a sense of um, ease within my knee now there's no pain there's nothing at all so not 
the thought about the body, but instead the feeling within the body, what it feels like for you to be in your body at this moment. And as simplistic as that sounds, it's really quite profound at the same time and soothing. Why? Because you're given all of that lovely, kind, curious, friendly attention to yourself, to yourself. And you know, when you think about it, the body is really the only place that you have to live. And we often don't give it its nice, kind, friendly attention in the way that we should. Okay, so the next thing then that will help to ease and to soothe and to help us find a little bit of clarity without going in to seek it is if we bring our attention to the breath. Now you'll notice if you listen to my podcast that a lot of the time I spend focusing upon the body and focusing on the, upon the breath. But I will tell you this, the breath is really an underutilized tool. And you have heard me mention my mom many times before, but you know, the real wonderful thing about my mother was about how she used her breath and she suffered, you know, from um, a chronic lung condition. And that meant that when she was diagnosed in 1998, that she had a maximum of or the life expectancy for pulmonary fibrosis that my mom had. Um, the maximum life expectancy was five years, three to five years, but, you know, five at, at the best count. So that was 1998. So therefore, 2002 now, she would have been her deadline, if you want to put it like that. But she never thought about it like that. She never, ever, ever thought about it like that. Instead, you know, what she really did was she worked on her presence, her presence power, if you want to say. She worked on um, watching her breath and using her breath and soothing and easing herself by simply watching the breath. And allowing herself to be. Okay. And that freed her not only from fear, but it also feared, um, um, freed her from um, her attachment to the future, you know, and that deadline of hers, 2003 max. And what was my point in even telling you this? Well, my point was, and continues to be, <laughs> that the strength and the steadiness that we have within us is extraordinary. And oftentimes we skip that. We miss out on that. We never tap into that strength, steadiness, soothing nature of ourselves because we are distracted by all of the noise and the chatter that happens around us. So let us come back to how we're going to manage now with you. I'll tell you more about my mom another time for certain. Um, actually, maybe in the coming episodes when it's coming close to Mother's Day. I'd like to hold. I'd like to hold it till then. She was a special person. But anyway, we're back to us, aren't we? We're back to you and I here now. And you're watching your breath and you know I say that so flippantly because I'm so accustomed to watching my breath but I need to remember that not everybody um has everybody has the capability but never not everybody has the same sort of ability initially to 
check in with their breath and notice their breath. And so this is what I'll invite you to do. I'll invite you to try and find, if you can, when you're watching your breath, any point in the breathing cycle where the breath feels the strongest for you. And it's different for each and every one of us. And so we'll explore the breath in a little bit more depth. And you might notice when you breathe in the relative coolness of the air at the nostrils. Some people really notice that, some people not so much, okay? Then you might become aware maybe of the breath as it goes down the back of the throat. Some people do, some people don't. Then you might notice as you continue to breathe in how your tummy expands. And then maybe the chest lifts and you might notice that or maybe not. And then um, the collarbones lift. As you continue to breathe in, collarbones lift. Okay. And then when you're ready then and the breath is ready to leave the body, what happens is those lovely collarbones gently float back down. And then the chest falls. And then the tummy falls. And then we might become aware of the relative warmth of the air as it passes back through the nostrils. And maybe just watch your breath now and see if any part of that breathing cycle resonates more deeply with you okay that you can become more acutely aware of your breath maybe at the nostrils maybe at the collarbones and when you're finding yourself unsure and uncertain of what to do and you want to go to your breath go then to that part of the breathing cycle where you feel the breath the most that's called your anchor point you go straight there to that anchor point and that will bring you almost immediately into the zone of watching the breath and being here in this moment the only moment where your life really exists because um, the breath will always anchor you in the present moment because the breath can only ever happen in this moment it can't happen in well it i Let's hope we'll all be breathing in the future. But I mean, you can't do anything now to help and save a breath in the future. You can't do anything now. You can't breathe now for something that happened last week. You can only just breathe for this moment. The breath is always only happening in this moment and it is always true and it will ground you here. The other lovely thing about the breath is when you're watching your breath and playing, paying close, kind, friendly attention to the breath without thinking about the breath, but just watching and observing what you'll find is the thoughts. The th yet there, initially, when we start out, there'll be loads of thoughts. The purpose is never to try and stop yourself, yourself from thinking. That's not the purpose. The purpose is trying to focus on your breath so much that the space between your thoughts gets longer. So, yes, the, a thought comes and the mind might want to wander off with that thought. But when we continue to practice, we'll notice, oh, crap, my mind is after wandering off. I'm thinking about the shopping now. Right. So let me bring my attention back and just bring it back and pick up on the breath, be that on an inhale or an exhale and allow yourself to continue the practice of watching the breath. Now, when we start out and to begin with, you might maybe watch five breaths. If you have a particularly busy mind, what you can do is you can give that busy mind of yours something to do. You can breathe in to the count of three and breathe out to the count of five. Breathe in for three. Breathe out for five. 
Breathe in for three. Now if your mind wanders off, bring it back. Breathe out for five. Breathe in for three. Stay with the feeling. Breathe out for five. Breathe in for three. Okay, now stay with the feeling of the breath. Breathe out for five. And then try, if you can, to stay with your breath. Now, if you could keep your eyes closed as you practice this and try and stay with the breath for as long as you possibly can, you can even turn this off now and just continue to watch the breath. Just continue to watch the breath. Come back to me. I will be here. You can pop me on pause. And continue to just watch your breath. And every time the mind wanders off and you notice that the mind has wandered off, that is a success. Okay, just bring the attention back then. Picking up on the breath, be that on an inhale or an exhale. And watching the breath. And allowing yourself to be just as you are, just as you find yourself. And allowing this action to soothe. So now I'm going to assume that you have stayed watching the breath for a little while and rather than just having silence on this podcast of mine, I'm going to move just gently to the next step. So when you have spent some time like that, watching the breath and allowing yourself to be just as you are, what will happen is you will begin to develop um, an ability to um, lengthen that space between your thoughts. And what happens in that space between your thoughts is that's where inspiration lies. I know, I know you might be rolling the eyes, but trust me, that is the case. That when you allow the mind or the thinking mechanism to pause, okay, what happens then is that like... um your intuition and that internal wisdom that you heard me speak about, it can come to the fore, okay? Now, it might necessarily be in thought form like you can feel and you can, and you can know then when you drop yourself back into the situation that you're unsure of. You'll know then, you'll inherently know, oh, actually, I know now what I should do. You'll have that feeling within you. Now, it's not something like if you're, if you have a big life question, I'm not saying if you sit and watch your breath for five breaths that you're immediately going to know what to do. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that if you give yourself some time and make um, tuning into yourself and listening to yourself in that way, if you make that part of your daily routine, what will happen over time is that you will feel much clearer in your direction forward. You will feel much more um at ease within yourself, you'll feel much more steady and you'll feel much more confident that your life is unfolding in the way that it should be unfolding. If you find then as well, conversely, that your life is unfolding in a way that doesn't feel right for you, you will then be able to make a change that causes you and brings you around to a much more fulfilling existence. What a big word. But, uh, you know, I mean, if I was to put it just in really practical terms, that you will feel happier. 
okay that you'll feel steadier that you will feel more at home within yourself that you will feel happier within yourself now as you all know I do enjoy chatting and I could go on and on and on and on but to recap just to recap when we do not know what to do if we allow ourselves to be distracted by somebody else's agenda we might never come to the realization of fulfilling what we actually want to do ourselves so the way to find the answer to that conundrum what should I do is to spend some time pausing and checking in with yourself because you know deep down you do know deep down you do know but our world is quite a a noisy world and there is so much information being um, laid down upon us whether we ask for it or not you know, there is so much information, constantly, constant stream of information, constant stream of distraction that trying to sort out the wood for the trees can be tricky. OK, so but I promise if you check in with yourself and if you get in the habit of checking in with yourself without judgment, without criticism, by simply allowing the body to be and feel relaxed, by allowing yourself to feel and be unrushed and unhurried, by allowing yourself to feel and be with the breath that that my friends is a game changer it's a practice okay so keep practicing keep practicing keep practicing so I am going to sign off for now as always each and every week and each and every time I sit down to speak into my microphone in my little room I am so grateful so grateful for your hearts, your ears, your minds for tuning in and to listening. And I wish you all of the best. I wish you more bestness than you can manage because imagine because remember we live in a good world and we live in an abundant world and you can have your heart's deepest desires come true for you and I can have my heart's deepest desires come true for me and not one will impinge on the other there is enough of everything in this whole wide world to allow you to feel truly fulfilled and contented and likewise myself okay and that is my wish for everybody going forward now did I not say I was signing off I think I did say that but as always did not happen just immediately right until then the next time I wish you I wish you many moments of inspiration. It's all in there.